You are listening to the No BS Guide to Fitness and Nutrition podcast brought to you by Master's Degree Qualified Personal Trainer Ben Cobbett. Ben brings his wealth of experience having been a trainer for nearly 20 years and will be sharing the tips and tricks he uses with his wide range of clients from people who are morbidly obese to elite level professional footballers. Learn how to lose weight, build muscle, get fitter and stronger and become more resilient to injury with simple action points that you can implement immediately. Okay, hi guys. Right, time for another podcast, the No BS Guide to Fitness and Nutrition. So today's episode is actually centered around um, some questions, so it's going to be a bit of a, a Q&A um, debriefing of, of some of the questions I've had over the last few weeks since my first podcast, um, but there's two sort of main areas that I want to focus in on, and um, I will do my best trying to try not to go off on too much of a tangent. So the first one, and I'm going to sort of build the questions that people have asked in into a, um, a bit of a uh, subject, I suppose, rather than just my usual rambling on. So how to enjoy a, a night out and still lose weight. So I get asked this question a lot as a, as a PT um, from clients or certainly friends or family members or whatever. It's impossible. Um, I can't lose weight if I've got, you know, so-and-so's birthday coming up. It's one of the, it's a kid's party next weekend or it's, I'm going out for a, um, a curry with the lads or it's, um, you know, afternoon tea with my nan next Saturday. It's, it's going to be impossible for me to lose weight. So, Let's give you some action points to to work on that actually suggests you can absolutely enjoy a night out, um, afternoon out, a day out with your mates, whatever, and still lose weight. So firstly, the tip here, can you reduce your calories in the days leading up to the event? So if you know, for example, you're going out on Saturday and you're likely to have an overconsumption of calories that may take you into a calorie surplus um, for the week, which will then make you put on weight, how about you calorie save in the days leading up to the event? So, for example, as we know now, if you've listened to my podcast already, three and a half thousand calories is equal to one pound of body fat. So, if you create a deficit of five hundred per day um, over seven days, you should lose a pound. Again, scale weight may fluctuate for for a number of reasons, um, from fluid retention to bowel movements, hormonally, um, sodium content of your food. Um, however, um, if you create a deficit of 500 calories uh, per day for seven days equals uh, three and a half thousand, you should lose one pound of body fat. So uh, the biggest sort of recommendation that I give to all of my clients is if you work on averages. So if I'm not certainly not saying drop your calories to three or 400 calories for a couple of days leading up to the event, that's silly. Um, but you could absolutely get away with dropping it to a thousand calories. It's again, blanket statements because every individual is different. Um, you can drop your calories significantly and still be able to maintain energy levels if we're talking in short term here guys so i'm not saying you know for three weeks leading up to an event that you need to be surviving on a thousand calories i'm talking for two or three days so if your maintenance level of calories is around about two thousand calories a day um, if you're not being particularly active um, for a couple of days and you halve your calories you will survive um Again, I'm not recommending you do this as a long-term strategy, um, but if you can save two or 3,000 calories in the four or five days leading up to um, a night out, afternoon out, whatever it might be, where you're probably going to go into a calorie surplus, 
Um, it's a great little tip that you, you calorie save beforehand and then the average for the week, um, you're still in a deficit and you can enjoy yourself absolutely guilt-free. Um, similarly, um, reduce your, your calories on, on the, the actual day of the event. So um, if you're going out again in the evening for a, for a curry and a, and a few beers, um, make sure then you're either calorie saving or even calorie skipping altogether. So um, again, I've covered this in, in a previous podcast about breakfast isn't necessarily the most important meal of the day. Um, and again, challenge these myths, please. So if you feel as though you have to have breakfast because it's the most important meal of the day, and then you realise that Kellogg's or Nestle are obviously clearly pushing that message, um, you'll understand that it's a it's marketing leg claims and a lot of what goes on in the um, health, fitness, nutrition industry is based on um, selling products. Uh, they're not, not necessarily um, true. So um, again, something that I'm trying to sort of get across in these podcasts is to challenge these things and give these these tips a go, guys, and always welcome your feedback. Um, it's working for my clients. Um, so yeah, give it a go. Breakfast, for example, um, skip it. You can save 500 calories straight away. Um, have a lighter breakfast then. Have a um, soup and a, and a, or a salad for lunch and suddenly, you're, again, you're saving several, several hundred calories that you can then use up for, for later in the day. And, and the last bit of this tip um, is here is then on the, you know, the day after or the days um, afterwards after you've had a, a night out how can you recover it so rather than just saying right I went out Friday night had a few beers I'll sod it I'll just have another two or three days and I'll, I'll get back on it Monday or Tuesday um, you know everyone needs a fry up to um, absorb all the alcohol from the night before is what I often get told um, now that this is not true um, you know get back on it if you've had a a naughty night out, whether it was planned or unplanned, it happened, fine, chalk it off and go again, um, dust yourselves off and um, recover it the next day. Don't let it spiral out of control. Um, within that as well, and this is, um, perhaps my clients listen to this will, will sort of think it goes against my main message of you shouldn't look at exercise as just as a means to burn calories. Um, it, there's so much more to it than that and it shouldn't just be, oh well, you know, I burnt 500 calories in a session, that means I can have a a dairy milk and a latte um there's, there's, there's so much more to it and i don't want you you know just to focus on on that aspect however um there is nothing wrong if you know you're gonna have a bit of a blowout in trying to earn your calories a little bit beforehand and to perhaps recover it a little bit and it's a bit of damage limitation to um, earn it back a couple of days afterwards again rather than letting it all um, spiral out of control um, so there's some some tips straight away um, actually during the night out itself and um, this might seem a little bit boring but could you um, plan ahead so these days you can look online and see um, you know menus in advance and you can see um, you know even the the calories of which are contained in in certain meals and and food groups already so you could look you know straight away as soon as you know you're going to for a night out at a particular restaurant and think right I'm going to have this so I know roughly speaking um, what I'll be consuming and it, again, it only takes a quick Google search to see how many calories are in a, a, in a pint of Stella, for example, or a, an average size um, glass of Prosecco. So again, you can plan ahead. That might seem boring, guys, and you might think, oh, that's just so ridiculous, it's so over the top. If you're serious about losing weight, getting fitter, getting stronger, you're going to have to get your head around the numbers because it's, it's constantly baffling. Um, you know, I'm often shocked with how many calories are in things and, um, you know, being mindful of it and having that constant mindfulness and 
of not completely checking out and thinking, oh, it'll be all right, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, you know, work it out afterwards, and then the afterwards just never quite comes until two or three, three days afterwards. So, make sure you have that mindfulness and that being uh, more on it leading up to the days, and then on the, the day itself, you don't then just throw all your hard efforts out the window because, as I'm sure you all reading this, it'll be, it's easier. Um, just sort of forget about it and suddenly um, you've, you know, haven't made the progress that you wanted to and then you're back to square one. Um, on the day of you of you going out or even while you're out, try not to snack. A lot of the empty calories that we consume come from snacks. Um, so, you know, if you're at the pub, don't have an extra packet of nuts or crisps or, you know, a chocolate bar or anything that you don't really require. Enjoy the social situation. I'm always telling my clients not to avoid um, a night out. So go, but make make decisions, make good choices um, that you can from a from a bad situation. So if you're if you're going out for a curry, for example, um, go for a you know the tandoori or the shashlik, the drier versions. Um, do you have to have an extra naan bread? Um, do you really need all the, the sides on top? Possibly not. Um, can you not enjoy the social situation without um, undoing all your efforts for the week? You'll know that you can still enjoy um, the night out without um, feeling deprived, and particularly if you've um, prepared beforehand with knowing what you're going to eat and the days leading up, you've saved the calories. You'll find actually there's, uh, you know, the the meal itself is is more enjoyable because you feel as though you do deserve it rather than just again just sacking it off and thinking, oh well, I'll I'll, I'll make up for it, and you and you never quite do. Um, can you follow? Um, the one plate rule as well. So this is probably more centered around buffets, but this is also about, um, you know, if you're going to, you know, whether it's a, again, kid's party or a um, Christmas do, um, and it's more sort of buffet style, but even in restaurants there where if you if you can't fit all of your food onto one plate and my clients will take the mick and say, well, I'll just mound it on top. I'm talking about being sensible here with it. With an average size plate, can you commit to eating one plate of food and that's it. So no seconds. Um, you're not then, you know, piling up onion barges and sagaloo and everything on top of your main meal. No, just to just commit to one plate of food. And if that, again, goes back to the mindfulness again, of, of that does a job to fill you up. That's enough food to, um, to serve its purpose. You're in the social situation. You're enjoying um, the company. You don't have to um, order three or four um, poppadoms and extra couple of naan breads. Um, in advance, just in case you're hungry, wait, um, slow down, enjoy your food, um, make the most of it, um, but commit beforehand, have it in your mind that you're only going to consume one plate of food, and that is it. Um, skipping desserts, um, skipping um, starters, so again, committing, I suppose, beforehand and knowing that you're only going to go for um, one course, again, is, an, is another uh, little tip. No one else is really going to know, guys. So that's the thing as well. People say that, oh, well, if I'm going out for a curry with the lads, oh, they'll all take the mickey because they're all tucking in. Um, you'll find, especially these days, I think people are a lot more accepting that, um, you know, you don't have to um, um, tell people you're on a diet because that, absolutely the moment you feel you're on a diet, you go down that deprivation route. None of my clients are on diets and they're, you know, you can lose weight again, get fitter, get stronger, whatever it might be without this whole sort of deprivation and putting yourself under pressure in, in, in stressful situations. It doesn't have to be that way. You're creating that in your own mind and we need to, to have a mindset shift away from that, that you're not um, depriving, you're not on a diet, you're not 
um, committing yourself to something that you can't sustain. It's absolutely the opposite mindset that I encourage my clients and for you listening to this to to get into that um, frame of mind that it's something that is going to be sustainable for the long term. So firstly, there was a a few key pointers there on how to enjoy um, a night out and still lose weight, some practical tips there. The second part of this um, I wanted to include, and it's probably in line with this, but it's in line with, with anything to do with improving your nutrition, um, which is a, just a direct question I had, was how to stop hunger. So firstly, I would say really if it's if we're centering around um, hunger, is it genuine hunger? So that's always my first question when someone says to me, um, I'm always hungry. If, if that is genuine hung, hunger or is it craving? So ask yourself um, those questions first. Um, if it's genuine hunger... Um, I, I'm doubtful of that, to be honest, and I don't mean that with any disrespect. But um, for people that are, you know, are overweight and then trying to lose weight, there will be this feeling of, of you know, feeling slightly restricted. Um, but if you're actually hungry, then you're going about it wrong. So, first thing I would do is to to make sure you're eating an adequate amount of protein. So, are you getting protein in all all main meal times? So that's meat, fish, eggs, um, dairy. Um, so things like skier yogurts are, are great little things on the go now that you can have, um, you know, there's relatively, um, you know, cheap options as, as well. So I'm not a massive one pushing um, bars and shakes and things with my clients, however used in the right ways. Um, you know, I don't necessarily say that you should be using them as meal replacements. However, um, having a, a stash of um, protein bars in your glove box and if it is genuine hunger and you're, you're stuck out on the road all day you're better off having a protein bar than you are a packet of what's and a so-called healthy um, chicken salad wrap um, from a service station which could easily tip you over a thousand calories and you're going to be hungry because it's probably lacking in protein anyway so um, firstly yeah make sure you're get, getting enough protein into your diet um, protein helps stabilize blood sugar levels protein helps to minimize cravings um, so if, whether it's hunger, whether it's cravings, protein will help you. Protein is absolutely your friend. Um, little practical tips, I would say, um, chewing sugar-free gum, um, brushing your teeth. There's some great research out there to suggesting that menthol helps to uh, minimize, um, cravings and hunger too. Um, so again, having, um, some, some gum to hand as well, um, is always good. So, um, drinking water, are you getting in your hydration levels up enough and the whole sort of golden two liters of water, um, is a, is a general rule of thumb but i would actually challenge that further to say that hun- hunger can be confused with thirst thirst confused with hunger so that moment where you you think is it hunger and uh, there's two things you can do so either drink a pint of water wait 10-15 minutes as that hunger or, or craving gone try another drink of water and this is you know if you haven't eaten for several hours i would suggest easing i'm, I'm not going down the route of again just dropping your calories as low as possible but if you've eaten and you still feel you're hungry and you've had enough protein, again, try the hydration. So if you drink your water, it's still there. Right, then take the apple test. So the apple test is, a, is a, again, a novel little tip. Um, 60, 70 calories maximum, I suppose, in, a, in an apple. If it's genuine hunger, try an apple. And if that, that will fill a hole, yeah, it may not be as satisfying as um, a cheeseburger or a Cornish pasty, but again, if your goal is to lose weight, you've got to make some changes. So... If it's hunger, that'll do a job initially. If that still doesn't, um, you know, do the job and you still feel as though you're not sure if it's hunger or a craving, um, the apple, again, should fill the hole. And if it's, if it's not that, um, you've got to control your triggers. So the moment then you grab for, 
you know, a couple of celebration chocolates or you know some um you know Cadbury's roses or whatever it might be that are hanging around still from Christmas the moment you you, you break that and you you grab a couple of chocolates the blood sugar levels are, are spiked and the only way to sort of quash that is to have more um so again that comes back down to controlling your triggers um, if you can have one or two and that only comes to 70 80 calories and it gives you a bit of a, a sweet treat and a bit of a, a chocolate hit and you can move on and forget about it great but i would say most people that i work with say once they've had one or two box of teas is a classic example here once you have one or two the whole box goes and before you know it there you go several hundred calories down um, not particularly filling um, and you, you feel as though you're back to square one um, big thing as well I should mention here to just coming to my head as well about curbing hunger is to try and keep the mind busy so read a book go for a walk um, exercise um, try and take your mind off of it um, this often is, a, is early on in your um, sort of phase of feeling as though you're on a diet and you, you're restricting yourself and you don't feel as though you can um, sort of get into a routine. These sort of, again, going back to deprivation and unsustainable approaches, you've got to sort of go through the struggles a bit. And that's, you know, sorry to, to be honest and, and tell you that, but none of my clients absolutely, you know, smash it first time and, and get everything um you know perfectly right there's never this linear progressive um success all the time whatsoever but these practical tips you've got to try and see what works for you no one size fits all approach again i've probably said that in every single one of my podcasts um so far but it's absolutely true try some of these tips more than welcome to give me feedback um you know, you've, most of you perhaps listen to this will see that I've I put it out on social media anyway so this is probably where you've you've heard about it so yeah message me comment on the posts um, try some of these tips taking action is the biggest bit of advice I can give you so you can listen to these podcasts you can see my you know social media tips and tricks and things but actually putting them into practice is another thing um, work out what's best for you um, no one size fits all approach um, there will be something that works for your friend and they say well you know why are you not trying this it works for me it may not necessarily work for you either so um, actionable tips make sure we put them into place and as always give me feedback i look forward to um to covering more podcasts i've got several um, of these sort of how to's um, i'm going to build the q a's into so i will be getting some more out soon speak soon you've been listening to the no bs guide to fitness and nutrition Would you like to find out more about how Ben can help you? Ben offers private personal training and group training at his exclusive gym in Hampshire in the UK and also online coaching so you can be based anywhere in the world and achieve your health and fitness goals. Contact Ben by emailing ben at iambencobbett.com and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast too.